Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you learned anything significant from YouTube? 651-641-1071. You guys, I am obsessed now with learning everything I need to know from YouTube. I know I sound like a late adopter. I'm not. It's just when you do something and you learned it from YouTube, it feels like a new superpower. 651-641-1071. What has YouTube taught you to do? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Okay. So I totally saved my family a ton of money because of YouTube. Um, my husband's car uh had some power steering issues. Yeah. And it, long I won't even get into the details of it, Thank but God. they're annoying. I mean, nothing sounds more delightful than power steering issues. No, I know. But like, it was one of those things where it was like, he and I have different opinions about fixing a car. Yeah. Like, if my car is feeling broken, I go to the place where people fix it and I go, fix it. Please fix this thing until it's fixed. Yep. Where he would bring it in and go, hey, will you check this thing? He doesn't know anything about cars. And then they'll check the thing that he asks them to check, and then he'll pick it up and drive it away, and it'll still be broken. And then he, whatever. So the power steering wasn't working. Okay. And uh, and he'd had them check the power steering fluid. Well, at some point along the line, and, and it wasn't that, and he took the car back, and he's been driving it with no power steering. And I'm like, that doesn't feel safe. So for some something hit me in the middle of the night, and I was like, I should YouTube this and see if this is like a common problem. Maybe it's something like we can just fix ourselves. I YouTubed well, it. The first thing that came up, change the fuse. What I love is that you're like, well, maybe, maybe I wonder if anybody's. That is like a sign of our age and uh, generation because I guarantee you, kids, that's the first place they go because they're like, oh, I need to know something. I go here. Whereas we forget that, like, literally any question you have that you think, oh, nobody's surely, oh, You'll learn very quickly that everybody has already had all the questions and they're just waiting for you to read the answers. This happened yeah. just the other day in the prep room. You asked a question about um, something and I was like, well, just type in blah, blah, blah. And you're like, looky Lou. I don't even remember what that was. I, we don't want to talk about it now. but Okay. Well, yeah. I looked up uh, the power steering issue on his brand of car. And sure enough, there's a guy who made a video. Do you lose power steering on this particular car? Well, it turns out... This car model year, if it's been jumped ever, the power steering fuse will blow. So here's all you got to do is you just got to replace this one type of fuse. It's like $3. Looky-loo. Guess what? 
the internet saved you, uh, your wallet. YouTube. Thanks, th- Heloise. Can you imagine how much I would have had to pay? And here it is. Now it's fixed. Now, my only concern about that is that, you know, it like hopefully is you didn't put like the wrong thing. And, you know, only the mechanics would know to turn something like 90 degrees because just in case it'll start the car on fire and you'll blow up as you're driving down the freeway when you least expect it. Well, I did watch the entire video oh, from beginning good. to end. And I did take special twice. Actually, it was a. 10 minute video on replacing a fuse in a car. Uh, but 651-641-1071 has YouTube ever taught you anything significant uh, so that you could maybe make a repair yourself or learn how to tie a tie. I've done that one before too. Uh, there's you can all- learn anything. Seriously? I learned how to hem my pants for a suit because I didn't have time to take it to somebody to fix. And I just got lazy and I was like, Oh, looked at a few YouTube right videos here. when it comes to cooking. I can't tell you how many recipes, Whenever I want to cook something, I always look for YouTube videos. But here's the only thing, and this is what can be deceiving about YouTube videos. It's the same thing that that whole entire uh, TV show Nailed It is all about. It's the same thing Pinterest can do to you. When you see somebody who's particularly skilled at something do it on YouTube, they will make it look easier than it is. And so yeah. you will watch their YouTube video and you will think to yourself, I can do that. That looks relatively easy. I see all the materials they have and they've talked me through it. Now that I've seen them do it, I can be an expert on this. And then you do it and yeah, you're it like, gives you a false Whoops. sense of, uh, you know, um, skill. Yes. But again, versus, you know, cause what we used to do is call our parents yeah. and say, how do I fix the faucet again? And then they walk you through it cause they've done it. Or you talk to somebody who's done it. Now you don't need to worry about talking to your parents. So if you have a strained relationship, yeah. You can just let them go and uh, rely on YouTube now. to be your family. YouTube's YouTube. my family now. <laughs> Mary's on the line. Let's go to Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary, what has YouTube taught you? Well, um, I live by my Keurig coffee maker. Oh, yes. And it, it would not, it would make all the noises, do everything, but let the water come out. Oh. So it wouldn't make coffee. So I went and shopped and they were expensive and I... YouTubed it, and all you have to do is put this um, paper clip up and clear out the hole, and I fixed it. Wow. Really? It was awesome. Isn't that, and aren't you, don't you have that moment where you're like, thank you, person who figured that out and then decided to make a video of it? Oh, yeah. Because it I had saved to tell you a ton everyone. of money. I know. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Mary. Yeah. Let's go to Heather. Heather, what has YouTube taught you? We had a Chromebook, and um, it, the battery died. The light wouldn't turn on when you tried to charge it, or anything was completely dead. So we YouTube it, and there was a 13-year-old kid who had a video that showed if you unscrewed the computer and internally unplugged the battery and then reset it, it would recharge, and it did. And it's worked for, like, three years. Oh, wow. Get out. <laughs> well, I it the, and it was a kid? A one. It was, it was a, like a thir- yeah, 13-year-old boy. That's awesome. Oh, I love it. It's always, yeah. yeah. Thank so, you, Melissa. Awesome. That is so okay. awesome. Yeah, in fact, gosh, what was there? Something for the phone. I know that I spent ample time, you know, like trying to figure stuff out on your phone. That kind of stuff is great because somebody's always already done the the homework, you know, like if you're trying to figure something like, how do I do blank? There's and then they always just have somebody who's done it, it and is probably making a million dollars a month posting videos about it. I know, they're genius. Uh, let's go to Gina. Hi, Gina. Gina, what has YouTube taught you? 
So I wanted my bathroom to get remodeled and my husband was kind of against it. So one day when I didn't have to work, I watched YouTube videos on how to like remove all the plumbing fixtures from my bathroom. So when he came home, it was all demolished. Oh my God. <laughs> Did that cause World War Three in your house? Um, just for like a second, but I did get a new bathroom. Well, yeah, at that point, I feel like there's no option. That's, that's ballsy. I kind of like it, Melissa. I kind of, I kind of dig it. I kind of think that's genius. I value my manhood. (laughs) Thank you, Melissa. Thanks, Melissa. That was, oh, sorry, that was Heather. Now now let's go to Melissa. Heather. Melissa. 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 What has YouTube taught you? Um, so later in life after children, my sister and I both decided to go back to nursing school and we took our general chemistry class and our teacher just was too smart for us and nothing made sense. So we found this woman on YouTube and she, I literally learned everything from watching YouTube videos and we called her our best friend. Oh my gosh. So you're like a YouTube nurse. Like you should get a degree (laughs) from YouTube university. That's awesome. My my patients would love that. Yeah, <laughs> right. So great that you have a, a a poster on your wall from YouTube University. <laughs> That's awesome, Melissa. Thanks for your call. I hey, you can really do anything. I there. do that with like lately. I've been watching a lot of. Um, there's a guy who does language videos, and he explains why certain languages are the way they are and what makes them different from other languages and talks about their history. It's, you find the weirdest I'm weird. stuff. Jamie on will YouTube. come into the room and look at me and go, "You are such a nerd," and then leave the room because he can't. Like there's a guy also, there's a guy who does charts of um, family histories for royalty. Mm -hmm. And so he'll do the entire family tree for like the British royalty going all the way back to like some, you know, Viking warrior. And it's just, it's so cool. (laughs) So I'm saying I've learned a lot on YouTube. (laughs) Screw you. When we come back (laughs) on the Colleen and Bradley show is is Ariana Grande having a tantrum or is she being a total diva? No. I've got a question and I've got her latest act of tantrum or diva. Well, let's see what, what this looks like after this okay. on My Talk 107. question ariana grande is she having a tantrum or is she just being a diva this is the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer here's the question or here's why i'm asking the question so the grammys are this weekend oh my goodness did you realize that on sunday right the 10th is that sunday yeah that's the sunday okay so she was going to uh she was going to perform her new song, Stinky Barbecue Stinky Barbecue Finger? Finger. Yeah. <laughs> Which in English is pronounced seven rings. That was a reference to her dumb tattoo yeah. that she got all wrong when she tried to write it in a Japanese kanji. And she Which wrote it. It's like Shichi Barbecue Finger mm-hmm. or Yubi. Mm-hmm. Yubi. Ba- barbecue no Yubi. Mm-hmm. Shichi mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Nanatsu. 
All those words. Yes. She has a stinky barbecue finger. And anyway, so Seven Rings is the name of that song. She was going to sing that song uh, during the Grammy telecast. And uh, producers initially were going to uh, not allow her to perform that song, which is her latest single from her Thank You Next album. Um, But they decided to compromise with her and they said, okay, fine. Ariana, you can sing a medley of Seven Rings with another one of your songs, but the other song needs to be of our choosing. And Ariana Grande was like, then I'm not singing and I'm not even coming to the show. So she's not going to the Grammys because she cannot perform her song in its entirety. Uh, She says that none of these stipulations were imposed on the other performers in in the show. Um, reps for the Grammys have not uh, responded to uh, any requests yet uh, by any publications who are reporting this story. So do you think she's just having a tantrum or do you think this is she's pulling a diva moment here and just saying, no, I am Ariana Grande. I sing my songs. And I'm asking kind of also presenting the evidence of what we have been seeing lately behavior wise from her. Like the tweet storm she went on uh, about. I mean, th- her the tattoo. fact that she is impulsive is not headline news in my world or in my brain because, I mean, everything about her is just very impulsive. Her reaction to everything is just sort of to, uh, to do first and think about it later. Mm-hmm. And that's, if she if she even gets to the thinking about it later part. Yeah, I mean, from the, the f- moment we first met Ariana Grande when she licked a donut. Yeah, that's true. You know, she was shaming us for. You know, saying it's kind of gross that you licked a donut, first of all, as an adult. And by the way, the donut was not like her donut. It was just a donut hanging out mm-hmm. at a bakery, minding its own business, waiting yeah. to be eaten by someone. Purchased and then eaten by someone. Yeah, she just saw it on the table and was like. So you're feeling like. And her relationship was like six days old before they were getting married. Again, impulsive. Um and just, you know, she's just, she's a creature. I, I, I'm sure a little bit of this is the way that we react to her because, again, celebrity and pop culture. But I just feel like that's just kind of her oeuvre. You know, and I guess I ask, you know, the question tantrum or diva because sometimes I, I hear that word diva thrown around. And I think that that is a real, I think a diva is a real thing. And there are people who have earned the title of diva. I don't think she's earned the title. And I don't think she's She's one of them. But like a diva to me is like, you know, you've put in your time. Right. Like Aretha Franklin was a diva. Aretha Franklin could do things like say, I refuse to ever fly again. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Because she'd had a bad flight and she could, you know, make her tours all spread out across the nation and somebody had to drive her on a bus. You know what I'm saying? Like that to me is a diva. She'd worked hard. She'd earned it. And I'm not saying Ariana Grande hasn't worked hard. I'm just saying she hasn't risen to diva level yet. I would say that this is a full blown tantrum and I don't understand why, you know, Scooter Braun or somebody isn't saying to her, honey, because it sells headlines. I suppose you're right. I mean, if she was a a quote, good girl, I mean, there, there's a lot, but, if she was to just sort of not make headlines, um, people wouldn't love her so much. The reason people... This is the problem with our society. Oh, here we go. Do we have, Cue the music. Okay, learning music. Learning no, music. What does that even you know, no, it doesn't mean? Patriotic music. Okay. 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 America, here's what's wrong with you. Mm. It's just this intense obsession we have with people's bad behavior we are drawn to it we want to comment on it and we either want to cheer it on or we want to poo-poo it right and so we go to twitter and we yell at each other about it like no she's a diva she's amazing no she's just a self-entitled spoiled millennial and then we yell at each other and meanwhile she is raking in the money on her latest album. We are creating these monsters, it's whether true. through our love or our disdain, our scorn or our non-scorn. Celebration, maybe it would have been good. Um, I, she could actually seriously put out a single called Stinky Barbecue Finger. And yes, people would. I would buy that. I'm actually surprised she hasn't yet. If she doesn't do that, I'm going to be really disappointed. I might be too. I feel like we should do a single called <laughs> Stinky Barbecue Finger. Write it down. Yeah. In the notes. Write it down. And I want to smell your stinky barbecue okay, no. finger. We got to workshop that off the yeah, air. I don't mm-hmm. know. What? Smell it. Stinky barbecue finger. I just, I feel like there's... Smell it. Okay. <laughs> I just... Put it somewhere. No. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm going to stop. Again, workshopping it off, off of the, the air. air. Okay. I think it's like a right. better place to be practicing that because it could go so wrong. When we come back... <laughs> yeah, I guess it the... started from such a place of right. <laughs> when we come back, we've got celebrities behaving badly. And we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. That name is D-Bags. We'll tell you about them after this. Celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And as Bradley has already mentioned, that name is D-Bags. D-Bags! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day. Who is your D-bag today? Well, at first it was going to be Bradley Cooper. Oh, I thought you were going to say me. I mean, I can change my course if you'd like. Um, At first it was going to be Bradley Cooper, but it sort of also is like all of the tabloids and all of the publications that are writing about this particular story because I think that they've all gotten very lazy Mm. Um, in as much as they grab a sound bite and they don't necessarily resolve or really tell you exactly what you're about to read because Mm -hmm. they grab the most salacious part and then they turn it into something completely different once you open it up. Okay. So 
Bradley Cooper has been um, a guest on Oprah's Super Soul Saturday. Super Soul Saturday. Actually, uh, and he was talking Sunday? about, or Sunday, whatever the hell day it is. It's Super oh, Soul Conversations God, it's Super now. Soul Sunday, and you're like, whatever hell day it is. <laughs> no, I think it's called Super Soul God Conversations. <laughs> Super Soul Sunday. No, no it's, it's called Super Soul Conversations. It's a TV special um, that Oprah does. And... Uh, he was talking about the Oscar nominations for okay. a star is born. Uh, the Oscar nominations of which there were many, right? Oh, yeah. For a star is born. Yeah. And this was Bradley Cooper's directorial debut. And uh, he revealed to Oprah mm. that at first he was embarrassed that he did not get nominated for best director. Okay. That is what they plucked out for the headline. Embarrassed. And, th- and wow. that is basically the headline you will see everywhere. Bradley Cooper reveals that he was embarrassed. Is that supposed to be like, oh, wow, I can totally relate. What is that supposed to do? I think, I'm not sure. I think it's supposed to, you know, the the, the there was that whole, there's the word snub that people associate with the Oscars, you know, an Oscar snub. No, it just means you weren't nominated. It, you just weren't nominated. Yeah. Um, but we have this idea that there are people who were like deliberately left out of the Oscar nominations. And, you know, Bradley Cooper just didn't get nominated. NBD, um, the cast got nominated for so many other things. The movie is a decent movie. It was his first whack at directing. It's okay. Um, but the story quickly turns into a different conversation. Of course, he says, at first I was embarrassed um, the people who called him, his, his representatives who called him to tell him about the nominations. Yeah. He said they said congratulations on these other things, but they didn't tell me the bad news. The bad news being that he wasn't nominated for best director, which I wouldn't even say is bad news. It just was, it what, just it was, was yeah. what it was. He says, I felt embarrassed that I didn't do my part. I went, oh gosh, I didn't do my job. Uh, but then he goes, by the way, eight Oscar nominations and he didn't feel like he'd done his job. He said, but the truth is, even if I got the nomination, that should not give me any sense of whether I did my job or not. The trick is to make something that you believe in and you work hard and then you have the project and you say, okay. What? I don't know what that means. What What is he doing right now? The point is this dude, it's, it's an award show. Well, you did a uh, fine, you did a good movie. It was critically acclaimed. Like, it's okay. Here's the thing. Just be honest. If you were ticked that you didn't get an award, a nomination, and you felt like you should have, say it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this thing like, your celebrities are trying to be like, acting like they didn't want it, and that uh, at the same time, they wanted it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he sound. I'm like, I, I don't quite get it here, because... Some actors would say, I really don't care. I mean, everybody's going to say, I don't care about getting an award. Mm -hmm. Just the experience of acting isn't a meaningful thing. I think all too often, probably, you know, actors just like us fall prey to emotions and immature feelings on Mm -hmm. occasion. And, you know, their ego gets the better of them. I think that's a totally human and relatable experience. And if you just said, look, I found out I didn't get that nomination. So I went to the grocery store and I bought a bag of Doritos and that cheese dip that's in a jar that sits out in the middle of the mm-hmm. aisle, even though 
cheese should probably not be at room temperature most days. And I ate the whole thing. And then I ate an entire bag of marshmallows because I wasn't going to get a, a sweet treat. And all I had in my house was a bag of marshmallows from that one time my friend Francine came over and we were going to make hot chocolate. And we never did because she started telling me about how her boyfriend slept with this other man. Oh my gosh. And then we didn't even have time for hot cocoa. Okay, wait, what's going on right now? So what I'm saying <laughs> is... That just be honest. Right. Or if you really are like, I don't, you know, because some people I'm sure are like, I kind of think those awards are dumb and it's not a reflection of my personality and being honest with you. I just like just whatever your reality is, whatever your truth is, just own it. But, But like trying to have it both Oprah ways is just like, you know. Well, and I think that that's part of the problem is that Oprah when you're on a show called Super Soul Conversation, you have to have a moral tale. Yes, you yeah. feel like you have to unravel your feelings with Oprah, and you know, like, like feelings. God, I would love to have a meeting with Oprah because I think she would not know what to do with me. No, she would not. That yeah. is a hundred percent. Feel like true. Oprah would just shame me just by looking at me. Yeah. You know, yeah, like she would just sit across. On, she would be on a very large, pluff, uh, pluff, plush, white uh, settee. Settee. Well, I don't even know if it was a settee or just some kind of big, oversized recliner, and just mm-hmm. like stare at me with a look of judgment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like really, mm-hmm. really, you've had all this time. I get that looking in the mirror every day. And I really don't need that from you. Oprah. Had all this opportunity mm-hmm. and. You make fart jokes mm-hmm. for three hours every day. You're like, that's yeah. the best that yeah. you can be. Feels good. Why don't you try one, Oprah? Do you think <laughs> Oprah's ever made you know a fart she's joke? Got gas. Well, yeah, sure <laughs> she, she does. She doesn't make fart jokes because <laughs> it's really, I bet she's <laughs> it's not has, funny to no. her. <laughs> I just feel like she has. You think has... she blames it on Gail? Oh, for <laughs> no. sure. That's like, why oh, Gail, Gail. That's why Gail is like, you know, <laughs> the kind of gal who makes videos in the bathroom at the Minneapolis St. Paul airport, you know, because Gail's been the butt of the fart joke <laughs> her entire Yeah, career. most people blame it on their dog. Yeah. Oprah blames it on Gail. We've really created a narrative today, That's haven't so we? That's so sad. In any case, I just wish that Bradley Cooper could have just, you know, I don't know, or at least just acknowledged like eight, eight Oscar nominations for that movie is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. Or it's nothing okay, to dude. not sneeze at. Or, or you know, yeah. I don't care. You can yawn at it. I don't know what bodily function. Why don't you fart at it? It's okay. nothing to fart at. I mean, do your just it's be proud. It's nothing to fart at. Is all I'm saying. Thank you, Holly. I I use a fart as a term of, you know, approval. It's so ex- honestly, it's, it's that's excitement. something to fart at. Yeah, it's excitement. Yeah. If I got an Oscar nomination, you better you? believe the fart is the least of my worries. I don't want to talk about okay. it. Okay. So, now <laughs> can we talk about now, can we talk about Wendy Williams? Okay. She's my D-bag today. Okay. And really, just because I shoot, I want to shoehorn this story in, yeah. um, her staff is reportedly fuming. Yeah. Fuming yeah. over Nick Cannon's uh, temporary replacement. Do you know why? Mm, I do, actually, because I read this article. Okay, and I was tell like, me this why. This is juicy, because no. they're all like, oh, she won't even tell us what's really going on, but they... She calls Nick Cannon, who she doesn't even like. Yeah. And then so, she's they're like, she's, she's going to give him a job, but she doesn't. We got a job and she doesn't tell us why she's gone. Okay, According sorry, to a source, quote, many of us have been here since the early days. And it's a complete joke to be kept in the dark like this, said one staff mm-hmm. member. How can she be so selfish? We all rely on this paycheck. And then when they talked about uh, her conversation with Nick Cannon that he so... 
florally uh, attributed to um, uh, the TV yesterday. Those words didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, quote, uh, uh, I mean, please. She has made a fortune from tearing people down. However, when it comes to her own life, it's all a secret. Imagine if this was another celebrity living in living their life like she does. She'd be sipping tea and talking all about it on hot topics every damn day. She is such a hypocrite. See, and I actually think that that's part of why she's trying to keep it such a secret. Because I think she thinks that the rest of the world is like her. And would see it all as fair game to tear apart, which they do. What she doesn't realize is it's going to happen either way. But here's where this insider is basically confirming everything we believe mm-hmm. about Wendy Williams. What do we believe about Wendy Williams? Nothing is real in everyone's mind. No, but specifically oh, about Wendy Williams. She's probably in some sort of rehab situation and that it has nothing to do with her Graves' disease. Another insider revealed that the reason for her absence might still be private. Quote, she's managed to keep the real reason for her absence a secret. However, you can't leak something that no one knows. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but um, she'll allegedly pick up the phone for Nick Cannon, but she won't tell us what's going on. See? See, I, I honestly believe this is just all a bunch of cockamamie fall to roll. What do you think it really is? She's got a, uh, she's got has a, a rehab she's issue. She's got a habit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She right. has a habit of not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we must dive deep into the details of a new program coming to Netflix. It is the new Goop program. Gooper Scoopers. Yeah, it's not Gooper Scoopers. No. Hey, Netflix, no. call us. We'll do a we'll show. We'll do some counter-programming called the Gooper Scoopers Ooh. after this on my, my Talk 107.1. Whenever we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow and her... Crazy lifestyle site goop on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We call ourselves the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Gooper. Gooper Scooper, Gooper Scooper. That's just what they do. Gooper Scooper, Gooper Scooper. There's always stupid stuff on Goop. I said Pooper Scoop. Congratulations. No, we're talking Gooper Scoops. You know why? Why? Because we have not talked about the elephant in the room. And by that, I mean... Rude. The... She is not <laughs> Edwin an Paltrow, elephant. She's a helpful. <laughs> no, um, Gwyneth Paltrow, svelte young gal that she is. Um, she only eats twigs. She, that's true. And they are um, dusty twigs. Mm-hmm. She. <laughs> I just had the weirdest noise come out of me. So um, here's the story about Goop. There is going to be a series on Netflix. <laughs> yes. Uh, called Gooper Scoopers. No, it's literally a series, 30 minute episodes hosted by not just Gwyneth Paltrow, but her chief content officer for Goop, Elise Lernan. And uh, they'll be learning some stuff on this series. But that has caused a lot of concern with people, namely Colleen and Bradley. Yes. Because when you mention Gwyneth Paltrow, look, I'm here for Gwyneth Paltrow's foofadoof. Are you? What is that? You know, like the nice smelly candles and the aromatherapy roll-on stick. I got an aromatherapy roll-on stick, by the way. Tasty tea. Well, yes. And and you do enjoy well, the I don't know. If you, well, I was gonna say, like, I know Holly does 
enjoy her recipes. Yeah, that's true. Easy. She yeah, does have good but... recipes. I've heard from friends who prepare sticks, but yes. her recipes that they're decent. They're decent recipes. And they're probably not hers. But yes, healthy right. eating. There's nothing wrong with eating healthy, living healthy, getting a lot of sleep at night, going on lo- long walks, being in the middle of nature on occasion. All of these things are fine. Um, but it's when she veers into territory, and this is everybody's concern about this new series on Netflix, that she is going to be um, talking about sort of fake science, faux science-y things like electromagnetic stickers that somehow tune your vibrations to the universe. Basically excuses for people to spend money they don't have in the promise of health cures that don't actually uh, stand up to rigorous scientific scrutiny. Okay, so it's interesting because I have talked about this in the past with friends about the fact that, you know, people who I've maybe been concerned about falling prey to suggestions of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. I've said, you know, I the thing I'm concerned about is that people think that she is that she knows something that the rest of the world has not quite figured out yet. Yeah. And they're buying things from her or they're believing that she knows something and she doesn't. She's a business. Uh, and they've said to me, well, no, they, you know, we know she's an actress and we know that she's just trying to make money. And I'm like, no, I would like to draw your attention to and I'm going to say it. Leave me alone. I'm going to say it. How people have listened to actresses instead of scientists in the past. Her name is Jenny McCarthy. We do it. People do it. And they don't take Vaccine. the time to actually do their own actual research and know what they need to know to and, make informed decisions. And by research, meaning, you know, um, not just Googling stuff, because you can find all sorts of stuff to sort of... To bolster any sort of opinion yeah. or And peer-reviewed science, you know, yes. if, you, if, if somebody says, well, there's a study, that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Then you have to ask yourself, who funded the study? Who did the study? What kind of study is it? Because mm-hmm. very quickly, if you've paid attention to any of this kind of stuff, you realize that there are industries whose sole purpose is to make it sound like uh, they are scientifically you know, accurate or proven. And what you realize once you start to pick apart things is that um, they don't necessarily stand up or, again, the people that are funding the study or the studies themselves might be flawed. So, And again, it's not to say that you can't be interested in something. Sure. I, my mother um, has made a career for herself uh, in natural and health products mm-hmm. in that industry. And so I am acutely aware uh, of the techniques and the, you know, marketing schemes and everything that these companies um, have. But you will also learn that there are people who are doing these things reputably yes. that you can trust and that you can actually you know, um, justify with science. And then there are those who are just using celebrities like... Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, Kim Kardashian, Gwyneth Paltrow, Jenny McCarthy to sell their wares. And they're just banking on the celebrity being enough to get the person to buy the thing. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, that's what concerns me about this show is that it's yet another platform for her to make money and push some of these things that she's been under the watchful eye of many uh, actual scientists and doctors for for giving false claims about and the danger of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow in particular is that she knows so she's not dumb right so she's not like one of those eight hour tea places that's like 
drink this tea and you're going to lose weight. Well, sure. If all you're doing is drinking tea, you're probably going to lose weight. That Mm -hmm. does not mean you're healthy. Okay. That's, that's an easy, like avoid. But when you have somebody like Gwyneth Paltrow, who's very smart and an astute businesswoman, and she understands that now people look at her and think, Ooh, quack. So she has to bolster her image with scientists, researchers, etc. And so what you're going to see with a series like this, and if you read any of the press about it, it's all about how she's going to be using experts mm-hmm. and scientists. And I guarantee you those experts and scientists will come with a caveat that say, you know, unlike many in the pharmaceutical industry or in big pharma, this particular individual realizes the danger of X, Y, Z, meaning that she, it's like she's going to give you this notion that you're still getting actual sciencey science stuff mm-hmm. when really it's just um you know she's going to sort of gloss over the fact that perhaps these aren't mainstream uh scientists or experts cuz you can always find sort of exceptions to every rule mm-hmm. and that's the thing that scares me is that she's going to try to make it look and feel sciencey and and uh smart She's going to try to meet the need of whatever the dissenters have have said in the past. Yeah, and before you know it, you're going to be steaming your hoo ha. I'm not going to be. Or wearing biofrequency stickers. Not me. That you can buy on goop.com for sixty dollars no. for a dumb sticker. And I have seen the proliferation on my Instagram of these kinds of products. And you guys, like, there are actually really good and awesome things you can buy and and uh, do for yourself, but. There are too many that are like, you know, I think it could be really frustrating for people who are suffering from any number of different ailments and in different severities. It can be really frustrating to get so many messages from so many different places and not know what the best thing to do is. And so oftentimes you will just go with the thing that's the loudest. And I think the thing that frustrates me about the Gwyneth Paltrow's of the world is that they will capitalize on that rather than maybe doing the right thing. Yeah. And I don't, that's, yeah. I, this whole entire TV show is like giving me a bad taste in my well, mouth. We'll but watch. I'm going to hate watch the heck out of it. We'll give you some ideas and thoughts and opinions about it because we're experts. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... We're going to take the Cardi B budget challenge. What? Oh my gosh. It sounds like fun, but it is exhausting, y'all. You can play along at home. Listen. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.